uh, shout out to today's sponsor, which is Dollar Shave Club. And I know I tell people all the time, but I have been using them for years, even be- before the sponsorship. Uh, they offer a wide variety of different products like hair care, skin care. And they recently actually just sent John some skin care. And what did you, what did you think? Yeah, of I got the face wash and I felt like the results almost immediately cleaned up my skin and I feel it more moisturized too. And like I said, they offer a wide variety of products. It's not just razors, you know, and that's what they're known for. But they have like the hair care, skin care, and they recently sent me some chapstick. Yeah, what I like is the subscription box. So you build it and the more things you add to it, you get a bigger discount. And they send it monthly so you don't have to worry about hassling and going to the store and buying these things so if you guys are looking to sign up for dollar shave club click the link down below And today, uh, back at it again with the co-host, John. What's up, guys? It's a solo duo this time. Yeah, yeah, and and it's cool because we should be able to do uh, things like this. You know, not always have guests, but have like mm-hmm. different types of topics. So one thing that I really wanted to talk about, just because it's big in our community, uh, especially if you grew up with your parents that, you know, they came over like uh, illegally. And You're like, like a that. first generation. Exactly. Yeah. And so... Some of the biggest things that some of well, some of these books that I read or people you who are successful, uh, they they say is you know usually we take our financial advice from people that we know. Yeah, for sure. Like especially yeah. like parents, and, and it's not bad because they, I mean they don't know, you don't know, but if they're not wealthy, how are they going to teach you to be wealthy? Exactly. I don't know if that makes sense. I'm not trying to sound like a I know I try to tell I tell that to people sometimes and it sometimes I I think people may think it comes off a little assholeish. Yeah. You know what I mean like oh how are your parents going to know how to be wealthy if they're not wealthy. But it's true. Like yeah. my parents aren't wealthy but they're well off now. Yeah. But if I ask them about like uh different types of loans like to leverage money and things like that yeah. they're going to be like what, what are you that? talking about? Yeah, what is that? Or I I like to kind of like um since we're like dipped her toes in with like crypto and like stocks. Um, I remember talking to my parents and they're like, that's kind of like gambling your money away. And I'm like, well, I mean, yes, see, cause they don't know. Exactly. Uh, it's not gambling your money. Um, you're taking just as much as a risk you as in, in a bank. Yeah. But people want to, people will put that stigma on stocks and crypto just because mm-hmm. they don't know it and they're not doing, if they're not doing it, then how mm. do they know? Also, I think like a lot of times, um, they, you try to explain it to them, but they don't want to listen. Yeah. They kind of like block themselves out because uh, I forget what the saying goes, but it's basically like you don't want to know what you don't know. Yeah. And so you kind of just shut down. Even if someone explains it to you, you're not going to understand because the only way, I feel like the only way to understand is if you really want to understand. Mm-hmm. Um, at least at my point, but it's, it's hard sometimes, and especially since you don't have anybody in front of you, like you said, to ask. I'm like, yeah. oh, let me just go and ask Uncle, blah, blah, because he's doing super well off in yeah. this. Like, yeah, and so uh, I don't even want to tell them about NFTs yet. You know what I mean? Because they're, <laughs> they're, like, they're not going to... They don't even that? get crypto yet and telling them about NFTs. Because speaking of NFTs, uh, we're also we're working with a company that we're going to come out with some NFTs. They look super cool. We're excited for those. Because uh, uh, some people were asking me from the previous episode, oh, like, yeah. NFTs. Uh-huh. Uh, so we are, and we'll show you how to buy them as well, because these yeah. are, just look at people talking. Uh, the, the same thing Jesus tells us always, like in the market, like, see what people are doing, see what people are saying, see mm-hmm. who's buying it, see who's selling it. And 
people are buying NFTs. Of course, yeah. there's a bunch of trash NFTs out there that really don't have anything. Just like everything. But there's also some good NFTs that uh-huh. have some good backing. Um, and they're going to be worth money in the long run. You know, it's, yeah. these are all investments. Yeah, I know I was talking to this guy on uh, the entrepreneur's page. Uh, he he bought some of the Gary Vee ones. And I'm like, oh, I knew he had some, but I didn't really look at them. Mm-hmm. And some of those are pricey. Like, uh, I think the cheapest one we found was like 8000 Gosh, dang, dude. Imagine that guy. Yeah. And I feel, can't remember what podcast I was listening to, but um, they're friends with Gary Vee. And um, when those crypto punks were um, kind of popping off, uh, he said that he was in a, like a conference call with 25 other like super rich people. Mm-hmm. And Gary's like, we, you got to buy one of these now. And they bought them and it like just they, went up. Oh, like, yeah, they yeah, skyrocketed. They just skyrocketed. So it's kind of like in his shoes, he's surrounded by like wealth. Mm-hmm. So people will listen to him. And so I think he, I guess he has like a, um, I don't know, cheat sheet. He can move the market yeah. as he pleases just because of the influence he has. And I, I think those could have popped off even more, but yeah, it's kind of weird that they didn't as much as like. Yeah, and I'm trying to. I'm not telling people to just go out there and buy any NFT. Just get your toes wet, buy yeah. something. Uh, we have some coming out. We're going to show you how to do it, and it's not going to be on the the Ethereum uh, platform. It's going to be on the Solana. That way, it's it's a little bit easier to use. You're not going to get charged a lot. And we also we we purchased uh, what are they called? <sighs> Crazy cats. Crazy cats. Uh, you know, it, it, they're just investments. You know, we bought them with Solana. Uh, we also bought a, but this one was on the Ethereum chain. We bought the Z horse, which oh, actually yeah. has a baby now, you know? So, so kind of like explain it. Cause I was listening to the other podcast and I kind of just sat down and I'm like, I removed myself from understanding a little bit. And, um, NFT just to sum it up from last time's podcast, if you haven't listened to it, go check it out. But, um, you're basically buying something, a digital asset. So, uh, back then you'd buy someone's album, I guess you like music album on Apple, you own it, but you don't own it. You know, you own mm-hmm. the rights to like play it, but you don't own the rights to like copy it and stuff. This is basically just buying um, the rights to own that one piece of. Um, we saw like uh, albums, the artists, yeah, yeah, uh, pictures. Uh, like you said, that horse said run is like an online racing, um, horse racing game. Um, but you own the you own the horse, so it's just basically owning it. And when we talk about like Solana, it's just a currency used mm-hmm. to purchase these. Um, said assets or whatever on certain websites like uh, OpenSea uses Ethereum. Yeah. Um, and then which is the one that uses Solana? Uh, I think it's called Solsi. Solsi, yeah. Solsi is where we bought those crazy cats. And it's just different currencies. Um, right now are the gas fees that Jesus talked about over and over. They're yeah. just like Visa charges you a, a card. Like every time you swipe a card, um, the transaction has to be sent to Visa. Mm-hmm. So Visa charges you. Um, the seller. What, the seller, or yeah, sorry, the seller, um, a percentage to use their services. Uh, so basically, it's the same thing. When we talk about gas prices, we're talking about uh, every time you buy something with this currency, there has to be a charge because someone has to like confirm the transaction. So that's why we're talking about gas fees. And that's why I think the project um, that's going to come out is on, you said Solana, huh? Yeah, Solsi. It's going to be on Solsi. So it, it's going to be, and they're not going to be stupid expensive. Mm-hmm. They're going to be stupid expensive eventually. Yeah. But for now, that's the plan. <laughs> yeah, because like, like I said, like we're, uh, the people behind it, they're going to, we're going to be pushing it here on the podcast. And then we are also going to buy some, you know, and, and it's yeah. just going to end up being worth more. 
but I know people are getting tired over NFT talk, <laughs> but seriously, that's something. Hopefully, someone, someone, at least one person listened to it and they're like, what the hell is the NFT? Yeah. So, and so we're going to talk a little bit about uh, uh, some of the mistakes that we make. You know, these yeah. are common with a, a different books. If you, re- if you, if you guys aren't heavy into books, mm-hmm. you guys should, you know what I mean? Like Jesus will tell you there's one book that completely changed my <laughs> mindset and it still changed my mindset. I always recommend it to people, but some of these things might trigger you, trigger you. And that's because you're probably doing these things, you know, Oh, hundred percent. you know, and, and, and it's something we're not bringing it up so we can like bash on you or anything like that. And no, we're, it's because, we're not perfect either. Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously we're not so like rich, but, but we've changed, uh, things, you yeah. Like a lot of things that, like for example, all right, we're gonna get into we're gonna get into it, and I'm gonna tell you where I messed up too, <laughs> you know. Uh, so there's also there's like excessive spending, yeah. you know. You know those people. There, there's somebody out there who who will get their paycheck, and then just go spend it, you know. Uh, uh, for example, I remember we were talking to Victor. Mm-hmm. He, he was saying that he would he he did that before yeah. he he would go and like he'd get a check and then all of a sudden like spend it off <laughs> yeah and then you know but then he's like dialed that back but yeah that's okay. just not him that's a lot of us you know yeah. I remember when I was doing that too yeah. like um you know some some of the younger generation they they just work to buy something and then like they buy it because they don't have any other bills or anything like that mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden like they don't have any more money yeah you know and it's all because like they wanted to get. Uh, a car part or uh, like a, a, t- a tattoo or some expensive designer thing that they're going to wear one time. So kind of the play, um, I mean, I was, I'm, I mean, I'm a way dialed back than I used to be. Cause mm-hmm. that was the same way you could check and just poof, buy this, <laughs> this and that. Um, and I, a lot of the excuse, at least the excuse I had was, well, I never had that. Like, yeah. you know, I wasn't able, like, I'm not, I'm not saying either that I'd never had anything, but we didn't have money to just, if I want to go brand name shoes, like I got whatever I could. Yeah. And that was it. And I remember like when I was younger, like I was where like, um, Air Postal had like those, the sales during the, uh, I think of the holidays that you'd buy like five shirts for like 20 bucks or something like that. Mm-hmm. And my parents always bought me those. And like, I know that like once I was in that, like, um, middle school, my friends like, why are you always wearing those shirts? And I remember that like, I'm like, why oh, don't I have money? I'm, I'm going to buy whatever I want. I don't have to get whatever my parents get, mm-hmm. which is dumb because. Some people don't even have that, but yeah. once I started getting it, I was like, I'm getting buying this, 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 mm-hmm. and I regret it now because you think back and I'm like, dang, how much money I could have used or saved up or done to something completely different. And, and, and it, that has a lot to do with growing like in, in school right now. That's why, mm-hmm. that's one big thing that I want them to change in schools is how to be financially literate just because mm-hmm. at that time I wasn't financially literate. Yeah. And, and now I'm like learning. I'm, I'm not saying I'm perfect. I'm mm-hmm. learning like the, the things that we do that are no good. Yeah. You know, I was the same way. Like I was buying shoes like crazy. I had shoes, which in some has had a point and some of them can be assets, but if you're buying and reselling, but if yeah. you're just, uh, you're like, I'll buy them and I can and, sell them, but you never sell them. Yeah. So. Or if you're, if you're just buying them and wearing them, then they're not assets because yeah. you're, you're using them. Yeah. So th- that's one big thing. It says on here, uh, and just spending $25 a week uh, on eating out is is around $1,300 a year. Dang. So you don't see that big number. All you do is yeah. like, oh, 25 bucks, that's not, that's not bad. Yeah. You know, but usually sometimes some people go out to eat on, on, on Friday, on Saturdays, mm-hmm. you know, on Sundays, they'll go get something. And it's not always like going to the restaurant. It's like uh, driving some fast food, you know. <laughs> that's a funny story. Um, like I said, younger, 
I don't know. We're kind of weird. Um, we never like went out and we never did anything besides like my parents just, I'm pretty sure like most like uh, Hispanic parents that they came over, all they know how to do is work. Mm-hmm. And then at the beginning, I understand like you don't have money, blah, blah, blah. So you work, work, work. But then it becomes a habit that they don't get up. So I'm like, I'm talking about probably my parents have been here like, I don't know, 25, almost 30 years. And they still have that mentality to work, work, work. But to tie back to the story, um, we never really like went out to eat at all because mm-hmm. I remember back then like 10 bucks to eat was a lot. Yeah. And so my dad always said like, no, well, it's four of us. So it's going to be 40, $50. I'd rather go and buy groceries. And I'm going to spend probably the double bowl eat for two weeks. And that always stuck with me because we never would go out except like from time to time, maybe once every like two months. But when we'd go to church, he'd take us out to eat. Um, Every once in a while. Like, mm-hmm. And so now that I like I'm older and like I, you said, we go out, you can go out to eat. It's so easy just to drive over. Yeah. Back then, dude, it was so weird because we never did that. And so now I take my parents out to eat and they're still in that mentality. Like, oh, no, it's too expensive. You know, I'm like, mm-hmm. <laughs> we're like, it's like that mentality that yeah. just eating out, like you said, you get used to it. Like, oh, 25 bucks. That's whatever. Yeah. But. It's funny because my parents were the same way. Yeah. We would uh, we would wa- always want to go, we would go to church and then like every now and then we would go over yeah. to like Burger King, but it wasn't all the time, mm-hmm. you know, because uh, I'm, I'm sure it was the same thing. I wouldn't be like, oh, how come we can't go? And it just, uh-huh. it just, we knew that some weeks we were going to go yeah. and some weeks we weren't going to go. Yeah. And, uh, it, but now I, I, I don't go out to eat, not because I don't have it, it's yeah. because I use that money for other stuff. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, I get and like yesterday I went I went out to eat and I spent like what eighty five bucks. And, and and it's not bad because like it was uh you know I, I don't do I don't go out to eat all the time. Yeah, you know, I don't I don't go out and like it, do all this stuff. It's like like when we went to Jackson. You know, there's like a we're gonna go out there and we're gonna do that because down the road it's gonna be useful, you know. Mm-hmm. I guess it could be like an investment because yeah. we took our t- time out of our day. Besides the fact of what we were doing, like we went to scope out things. Yeah. And, you're and, like, and oh. it was cool to relax a little bit. And oh, not, yeah. Not just always, you know. Go, go, go. Yeah. So that was cool. I, I, yeah. I enjoyed that trip. Uh, it was way different than the, the second time I went and to take <laughs> pictures because I, I just went, took pictures, and then that was it, you know. And then uh, I ended up coming back. Yeah. You know, but when we went, we went, we had like, we ate, hung out, yeah. went, took pictures, and hung out some more, you know. Yeah. It's, it's different. It was more like a hanging out type of thing, seeing. But, yeah, that's that's a lot. I feel like a lot of people can relate with that one. Yeah. So like, if if you're if you're spending it on a lot of things that you you shouldn't be spending on, of course, you need food. So you need groceries. Mm-hmm. You have your bills and things like that. But do you need that new? Do you need to go out to eat every week? You mm-hmm. know, do you need to have you know those dumb purchases? My dumb purchases, like I said, I trust me. I do. I did this before a lot. I would buy a lot of shoes, a lot of <laughs> shoes and a lot of clothes yeah. that I was not wearing. And so I realized I was doing that. So I stopped. Yeah. So the the way I stopped, so people can understand the way I stopped was I was still spending the yeah. money, but I was putting it into stocks uh-huh. because in my head I was spending the money, mm-hmm. but I wasn't spending the money. Yeah. You know, I, it was more like putting it away. And me, like if, if you've been listening to the channel for a while, I don't put money in the bank. <laughs> I put it into stocks and crypto. Yeah. But so I would act like I bought something and I would just put it in there. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden over time, you're like, holy shit. Like, I was spending, yeah. you know, this much money 
and I do it like every time I do a job somewhere, like I put a percentage in there, mm-hmm. you know, so, and, and things like that. So, but it's, it's, um, there's occasions that like you do like not just you, but I'm saying like in general spend on something else. So if someone listens to, and they're like, that's BS, there's no way they, they put money, all their money into this and they mm-hmm. don't buy anything. Like it's not, uh, yeah, I, I'm just smart, smarter on my spending. Yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah, that's what it's, the, that's what it is. Yeah. Um, I'm just a little bit smarter. Do I need do I need to go buy like uh, before I would go a new season came and like I, I would need like all new pants all new, you know all yeah, new everything yeah. and the old stuff I'm, I'm like do I really need to keep doing that like it's there's uh-huh. nothing wrong with my old stuff yeah uh, of course like this season I bought like two or three jackets you know nothing yeah. crazy just because I like to layer stuff so that was my problem back in the day uh, right I think I want to say like high school middle high school to like uh, like college when I realized that, cause you realize at one point you're like, people don't care. Like oh yeah. Wise. <laughs> but I would buy, um, back then, uh, the big thing I always wore like diamond, you know, that stuff. Yeah. I wore those brands. Like skaters, uh, skater, uh, clothes. Um, and those shirts are like 35, 40 bucks. And my problem was that I would buy it. Like, let's say I wear it Friday. I buy it Friday and I'd use it Saturday and probably by next Saturday, or like the next week coming up, I had already bought in another one, and I used the other one to go to work. So I would use my and uh, same with my my pants. Um, I would probably wear them a couple of times, and then I would just take them to work, and they get ruined the first day. Yeah, but that was my problem. I'd buy clothes and clothes until I realized, like, dude, nobody cares. Yeah, <laughs> it's funny because it, I'm glad you brought that up because some people will buy like a seventy, eighty dollar shirt. Mainly guys, I'm talking to you fellas out here. Oh yeah. <laughs> Thinking some girl is gonna be like, Oh my god, is that a seventy dollar shirt? Oh. <laughs> that, trust me, that's not gonna happen. Dude, I <laughs> so um I know like this is more like a bicep thing, but the rocks. Uh, group, the rock revivals. Ah, uh, dude, I thought those were the thing, man. Mm-hmm. I was like, dang, when I'd see someone, I'm like, dang, those are I want some of those. I'm gonna get all I, the ladies. Dude, I bought I bought a few pairs and I don't even wear them anymore. I think they're more like bulky, they're hot. They're so inconvenient sometimes. And I'm like, how dumb I was. Like, Yeah, it's funny. The things that we do that we think that we're going to... Because I was the same way. I would buy... Mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember the the Affliction shirts. Mm-hmm. I don't think... They had them at the buckle. And then these shirts were around like 60, 50 to 60 bucks a Dang. shirt. You know, yeah. and, and so I bought some of their jeans too. And their jeans were like 150 to 200 oh, yeah. bucks. And I'm all like... Trust me, nobody cares. <laughs> no, <laughs> there's no girl. No girl has ever been like, "Oh my God, you're wearing an affliction shirt." And <laughs> for you guys listening, that you you know how some people will go buy a belt, uh, mm. a Louis Vuitton belt. They'll, they'll buy like whatever, and then they'll make it seem like that's their lifestyle. Dude, you know? my my thoughts on those like designers. The first thing, especially here, and I, I'm pretty sure it's not just me. Oh, it's fake. Mm-hmm. You know. That's even if it's real, I think people's first thoughts are like, Oh dude, that's just fake. Yeah. Even if it's real, that's why I like I, I I used to wear a Herms belt, like Edmonds, I don't know what it's called. Yeah, Herm, and, Herm, yeah Herms Herms. Yeah. I bought it in Mexico for two hundred pesos. And that thing was a shit. Like <laughs> I love that thing. I still have it. I just need to get a new one. And I bought the belt, the actual belt. I only bought the buckle. Um but it came in its like original box mm-hmm. with the receipt and everything, and I was like, "Huh?" And so I bought a like a belt on Amazon, and I wear that thing all the time. Like it was until it just belt gave out. Yeah, but people don't care. Yeah, like, people. If it, so, so if you guys listening, people, 
if whoever you're talking to say like it's a girl right if she's super heavy into the brands that's that's the wrong person that's yeah. to me just because if if they care about the brand names like that oh, like, oh like, it has oh, to be louis gonna... vuitton yeah, it has I'm to not... be gucci it has to be Fend- if it if it's like that like uh yeah then trust me it's the wrong girl she's she's too she's gonna want a lot <laughs> um so so that's that um uh, you know just just careful on your spending what, uh, what um at what point did you realize that in general, I guess not just like clothes and stuff, but in general, you're like, maybe I should start worrying about the future. Me was, uh, not so much the future is that I want to build something. I want to build something great. Like, uh, uh-huh. this is the, like, I want to build, uh, my portfolio up in stocks. I want to mm-hmm. build the, you know, the, the, we've been talking about the warehouse, like that we're trying but, to get and things well, like what's, that. What's your, your point? Like, what's your goal? Like, besides, besides, um, like you're saying, you want to have something. I want to live off my assets. But, like, why? I think that's my question. Uh, more time. More time to do things that you want to do. Because right uh-huh. now, like, when you're trying to build your assets, because mm-hmm. m- most people, people chase, I was actually watching a video on Robert Kiyosaki. He's the one, the, the mm-hmm. author of uh, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of people will chase the shiny stuff. Mm-hmm. Shiny stuff is like the cars, the belts, and yeah. stuff like that. And whenever somebody gets a little bit of money, then they start buying them. Yeah. Instead of chasing to build that asset up, you know, mm-hmm. and different assets. Yeah. They're focusing more on that. And me, I'm trying to build the assets up to the point where, like, I can live off assets. Like, I don't have to be, uh, you know, like, oh, I have to, like, work to do this or mm-hmm. this. Like, I have different, com- like, different things going. Me, my goal is to have like the the media company in different states running mm-hmm. on its own. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. uh, I, I know we were talking about it, like, uh, like having like different areas, and we just like oversee like mm-hmm. the the departments, and then we just sit down and do the podcast. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, and just have fun doing it's, that. It's funny that we talk about this today on the on the, the podcast, but I was talking to Jerry probably, I think it was Friday night, and um, you know those like. I was telling her, like, how I look at stuff, like, all the time. Like, I remember Gary Vee once said that he he spent all his 20s working hard, 16 hours a day nonstop, because he, he wanted to be rich. Mm-hmm. But where do you balance that? And then we were talking about the same exact type of situation that there's some people like, here in town or in every single town, I bet, that they spend their whole 20s partying. Mm-hmm. They have a kid. They don't get out of bars. Like all they all they care about is being at that party every weekend, nonstop. And I guess like where do you where do you like balance each other? Because I would hate to spend my twenties, even though like let's say you grind those twenties, um, and you become rich down the road. I w- I wouldn't. I don't know. Like I wouldn't be able to just go full out. Like where do you find the balance in both? I I think it, it it comes down to the person because uh, I was all like I, I watched like a lot of videos and and mm-hmm. things like that just to see where like the mindset is, because uh, me I really don't care much for partying. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I would rather like chill and hang out and do some work mm-hmm. and then like be able to wake up the next morning and and you know be just fine ready to go again yeah uh but of course there's those days that where you you go out and have fun it's somebody's birthday something like yeah. that court cool i'm i'm with that mm. like i'll go out and hang out but me i love 
doing this. You know, some yeah. people, that's why I, I tell people it's not made for everybody. It's not made for everybody because they they prefer like the weekend hits and they're like, oh, it's time to relax. It's time. No, like me, there is no relaxed day. There's no day that I'm like, you know, I can't wait till Friday because I'm not going to do anything. Mm-hmm. No, um, me, it's like, okay, what do I got going on tomorrow? Like what I got going on the next day? Mm-hmm. Like today we're recording the podcast. I'm going to go hit the gym. After the gym, I have a photo shoot and then I have to edit the podcast. You know, yeah. and it's like constant things. Um, I was it, talking to Jerry about the like the podcast. Like, how long do you think we've been going for? Like every Sunday, we probably missed two Sundays this this year, huh? Mm-hmm. Anyway, and, and like actually, actually missed two Sundays because sometimes like we had something going on, so we would like record beforehand, or sometimes yeah. we recorded like two or three. But it, at a time. it was it was no more. It didn't become like a oh, eh, we'll just next week. Yeah, and then if we missed a like let's say like a Sunday because we couldn't that weekend. And we have, we recorded in the week. Yeah. Like it wasn't just like, oh, or if we didn't have something scheduled for sure on Sunday, we'd find something during the week. But it's become like a like a routine almost. Yeah. And, and like I, at least I wake up and I'm like, I have to wake up at this time to be there at that. And then after that, I have to go do this. And then after that, I can do that. You know? Yeah. And, and, and it's only uh, like this is fun. You know, and then like it's it, we're investing our time into this thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And some people don't want to do that. They want to, they want to start something and then they want to see results right away. They yeah. want to see like money right away. And, and when they don't, <laughs> that's when they stop. So that's that, that's that's the other half of the conversation I was having Jerry, with Jerry. I told her I'm like I want to become rich one day, and I think we all do, but not for me to like like you said that flashy stuff. It's more like. I want to have, like, down the road, like, I want, like you said, we don't have anybody, like, to ask. At least mm-hmm. most, like, first generations. Like, who do you ask? Like, I want to be able to be, like, oh, my kids, blah, blah, because their dad left this, this, and this. And we kind of talked about it, the, like, the other day, too, mm-hmm. how if your parents are wealthy, it's easier for you, in a sense, if you have a business mind, because they already went through it. Yeah. So you don't have to go willy-nilly and try to figure it out yourself. They're like, don't do this, or here's this much. Like, it's easier to open a business when you ha- don't have to be scared if it's going to fail, you're screwed. Um, and we kind of played, like, devil's advocate when we talked about that, too. It's my, it's a good thing, and it's a bad thing that you don't have that type of backing. Yeah. But if you're smart and you do have backing, it's that much easier and you can get ahead that much faster. And um, I told her, I'm like, how, how do, like, why can't we, like, you know, like, why? Mm -hmm. Why is it so hard for us? Why do we have to go through so many years? Or if we want to be successful, we have to waste 10, well, not waste, but use up 10, 20 years of our life to get to that point. Yeah. When some people like. It's it's all about connections. Yeah. Uh, so like like you said, like someone who already knows the way, mm-hmm. knows the right people. Yeah. And compared to someone who doesn't know the way and especially doesn't know the right people, then it's yeah. going to be a lot harder because you have to find those people. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and that's yeah. why it takes so long. And so it's it's all about. I always tell people it's not about what you know. Like you could know, you could have your MBA, you could have like all sorts of stuff. Yeah. But if you don't know the right people, you're gonna start from the bottom. You're gonna like you know what I mean? mm-hmm. that's why some people are able to to maneuver the way all the way to the top. So it just comes down to like what, you know, so, and it, and mm-hmm. it's all about making those changes now. So hopefully this podcast motivates you to start <laughs> making some changes or they're like, Oh, crap. And, and start, yeah. And yeah. start asking some questions, you know, asking questions to, uh, 
especially people who are successful successful mm-hmm. and wealthy i love to ask people questions that are doing really big things because yeah. i'm curious like what you do do here what you do there you yeah. know and it's a lot of common things like once you start talking to people yeah it's what they what they start telling everybody is really common and you're like it, it can't be that just that and, mm-hmm. but when you actually sit back and look at it, you're like it really yeah. is just that you know <laughs> everybody's doing the same thing let us know if you if you're if you're at that point that you're like oh yeah you're right i'm i'm in the wrong or you're still like, uh, I should probably start doing that. And it's, and it's funny because one of the points that came up and it's like a lot of the young people, they always say, it's all right. I'm still young. I got plenty of time. Uh, that's one of the worst things you can say because uh, before you know it, that time passes. And yeah. then you're like, what, what are you going to say? I'm still young. You know, and like, you go back, and- you know, you can't go back and get that time. Uh, so, you know what I mean? Like. Just be wary of that. Yeah. Uh, another thing is a lot of people are living on borrowed money, which is like credit cards, loans, things like that. So, but uh, it, it's because like some people will be like, oh, I want to get this, but I don't have the money to get it <laughs> and I'll just buy it. So oh, there, yeah. there, there, there's a big thing that I've learned over the like good debt and bad debt. Mm-hmm. You know, good debt is like, say you buy, say you buy a camera, right? Mm-hmm. But that camera is making you money. So you're paying it off yeah. like, with whatever you're doing. Or there's like, you really want a bag, like a Louis Vuitton bag. And so you go buy it on a credit card. Yeah. That bag is not making you money. Exactly. And so now you, you know, now you have that on there that you have to pay. <clears throat> or like, say something happens and you put it all on a credit card. And all of a sudden you have all these credit cards and you owe like a bunch of money. Mm-hmm. So that's another big thing, especially if you're not financially literate. Yeah. You'll you'll right away to a credit card right away. You know what I mean? And like, like I said, there there's good debt and buy, bad debt. So I saw that a lot. Um, I don't not a, like I, I think I mentioned it a couple of times, but I used to work for a business management firm, mm-hmm. and I probably managed a few businesses, um, mostly Hispanic, and all construction based. Um, and there was two types of people, in my opinion. Uh, in business, uh, I like to say that your bank account is probably like a Bible. You want to you want to see that every day. Mm-hmm. You, in theory, I mean, I know a lot of people are not looking at the Bible, but <laughs> you check that every day religiously. And if you know where your money's at, um, you'll do good. And that's exactly what happened. Um, people that like were on top of the money, um, and they were on top of the business would do better. And then you split those people that do good again. And you do people that can handle that money when they start getting it and people that can't. Mm -hmm. And so the biggest thing with like credit, I guess, or your assets um, or your liabilities was what you would do with that money. Because once you start making money, you have to worry about taxes. And when you worry about taxes, you have to worry about how, not in the sense not to pay them, but how to be able to use your money to benefit you. Like you said, you use it for stocks. Instead of putting in the savings um, or in, for example, your business, you rather have that money invested in equipment than sitting in your bank account. Mm-hmm. So same thing here. Um, a lot of people would ask like, so what can I do? Blah, blah, blah. Okay. Well, you have to purchase assets to offset your liability and like taxes in a sense, or your, your, um, you offset the amount you make. Uh, so in the sense, you're just using, instead of giving away your money to the government, you're using it to increase the value of your business. Mm-hmm. Uh, so people would would listen and people wouldn't listen. It's, it's kind of funny because 
they made it through that first loop of getting money. And then the second hard loop is, okay, I got it. What do I do now? And it's funny how people would go and buy that brand new truck. Oh yeah. The, instead buy of buying it. that brand new forklift that their business needs. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's two, two perspectives or the wife would go and spend the money. She's mm-hmm. like, Oh, I have money now. I can go to the mall, blah, blah, blah. And it's just funny how, yeah, it, it, how and, and it's funny because you have to have that same self-discipline yeah. when you don't have it to like when you when got you it had, because yeah. now the goal is to get more to build your businesses or whatever it is mm-hmm. that way you can get more you know uh, yeah. assets in like net cash flow basically yeah, exactly yeah so it's it's kind of like the same thing you just it's hard because you're like well I want it so bad and I have the money for it why can't I, if it's my money? Yeah. Yeah. See, and, and the reason I say good debt and bad debt. So like there mm-hmm. was a, for example, I knew somebody who, who would, uh, fix up houses too. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he would fix up houses. He would buy it with other people's money, like the, the loan and everything mm-hmm. What you know, partial his partial other people. But then he, he had like a large amount on his credit card. Mm-hmm. So he would use, this is, this is one way of using other people's money to make you money. Mm-hmm. So he would use his credit card to, everything all the fixes everything onto this credit card but then as soon as they finished finished the the job listed it for sale hoping it sells soon it would sell you'd pay the card off mm-hmm. may, pay like everyone would get their share and also you have all this profit with very little of your own money that you had to put into it mm-hmm. that's a good way of l- yeah. like using g- debt like for good mm-hmm. using it for bad would be like going on vacations like you know spending it on 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 things you don't need that's not making you money (laughs) yeah you know which a lot of people do like though oh let's take a vacation like oh let's just put it on the card you know put it on the card put it on the card and and then all of a sudden put it on the card is like ten thousand dollars on the card you know and yeah you're you're kind of instead of like using that same amount of ten thousand even if you were trying to start a business, because right now it's a little hard to get uh, loans and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, if if you have to do it on a card, you know, it's not the best way. There's other ways you can start a business. But if that's like your only way, yeah. like say you don't know the right people, you know, and things like that. That's why I said it's, it's good to know, uh, you know, it's who you know. Like if yeah. you know the right people, you can use other people's money to make you money. Uh, and which I've been learning and you know, hopefully here in the next year, I'll be able to use that strategy. Uh, yeah, it's uh, not easy either. It's not to, easy because you, yeah, you can't just go be like, "Hey, John, let me use like ten grand, like, and then I'll pay you back." No, yeah. it's not. That's not how. It so works. I saw this guy on um, on this podcast that uh, I can't remember how many credit cards he had, but he had so much money in like credit, like he was a millionaire in the sense that he had that much money available in credit. Mm-hmm. So he'd buy real estate with credit. Yeah. See, and like, that's, that's good because he would, uh, it, it's hard to explain because I mean, I've read it. So what they would do is like, that's another way of using other people's money because when you mm-hmm. buy, say you buy real estate with a credit card, or if you have that much enough on there to buy it with the credit card, yeah, you're using the bank's money or whatever their money. Yeah. Then you do whatever you got to do. You fix it you uh, put it back up, you flip it, and then all of a sudden you pay them back and then you keep the profit. Yeah, and um, what was what was that one? Or there's another way to doing it where you can use that to like, to buy the, the property. That way you can get like... Uh, there's different types of credits. Yeah, because yeah, like, say, say you did that, there's different ways like where you can, you'll buy the property, you rent it out, 
they're paying essentially the the, the payment, the mortgage, yeah, yeah, the payment, and then you you figure out you want to sell that house to somebody like because I, I know there's like these uh, these firms that will they'll loan the money out and then they'll sell it to banks. Like the mm-hmm. sell your 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 mortgage to a yeah. bank and then they they take over like trying to get the money from you. So yeah, this is totally easier <laughs> said than done. Yeah, it, it's um, it's a lot harder and it's a lot lot more things go if into not, it. Everybody would be doing it. <laughs> yeah. See, and another thing I learned in real estate too, like this is what I'm saying. Like read these books. Like you're not gonna remember everything, but you take some of these things. Uh, there's some been some people in some instances where something happens right away. An emergency, say you have a home, right, John? And mm. then you're like, I need to get out of this payment because I need to go here or like for a job or something like that. So, and they're not finding the right person. Like people aren't qualifying for it. And then somebody comes up to you and be like, hey, like uh, just sign this contract saying that you're you're selling it to me and I'll just take over the payments, you know? And then all of a sudden, yeah, it's still in your name, but technically it's under my name. It's, it's weird how you can come up with the contract because some people mm-hmm. have done it. And now I just take over the payments and you're mm. out of it, you know? I, I'm responsible for the payments, but like it's also like they sign over the the rights. To, it, it's yeah. a it's a it's a weird contract, but it's another way that people that you don't know you could do. They do, you, you they, could do, do it. they do it with cars when like uh, you still owe your car, and then you go and trade it in, mm-hmm. and so they end up buying your your loan out. Mm-hmm. So and it, then they just add it on top of it. Yeah, they they, <laughs> they take what, how much equity you have, and then minus whatever you you owe on the car and then that's how people get screwed over. So yeah. it's so easy to get screwed over, but in the sense it's so easy to be using to your benefit. Um, I think the most common way for the credit, and this is not financial advice at all, um, but the easiest way for like our common, like your common person here is um, your credit card to build credit. So you can be able to buy, for example, that house down the road. Yeah. Um, but the credit card, I, I want to like say it's kind of like it can help you, and but at the same time it can come back and bite you in the ass. Oh yeah, like it's so easy to just add rack, rack, rack on top of the the balance on your card because it's just like oh I'll just pay it off later. Yeah, and then they have such low payments that you're like oh well I just have to pay twenty five or I just have to pay fifty bucks a month and I can get it right now. Yeah, and so that twenty four percent, fifteen percent, whatever, blah blah is the one that comes and bites you in the ass later down the road. But if you use it right, you can rack up your credit score really quick yeah. to buy that. For example, that house we're talking about, mm-hmm. um, to get into that, that real estate, which I guess that's kind of our goal in the sense, um, for us. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. And, and it's funny you bring up cars because that's the next point on, on having, I have here mm-hmm. is people always want a new car, <laughs> you know, and they're, I've been a victim of it where you, you buy a car, you have it for a couple of years and then all of a sudden you're like, I want something newer. I want something oh, yeah. different. And then, so what happens is you'll go and trade it in, but you come to find out that your car is not worth as much as you thought it you was. Thought it was and then they're like, Oh, well, uh, yeah, you can trade it in, but this, what you owe here, mm-hmm. you know, we can just put it on, we're, we're going to have to put it on top of your, yeah, you go negative equity on them. I know a lot of people that have done that. And then they, when you keep doing that, you're never going to stop paying. Like, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, uh, You get into that situation that you owe way more than what your car's worth just because you wanted a new car. Um, I buy and sell cars. Like I've always done it since I was younger. I don't do it as much now, but um, there's a business, in, especially right now, it's kind of weird. It's like I feel it's like the first time I've ever witnessed where a used car is worth what it's like brand new. Mm-hmm. Um it depends on the car too. 
Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. I'm not talking about your '98 Civic. <laughs> Sorry, everybody out there. But it's kind of weird right now. But it's gonna plummet. Like every like, it's always been a liability to own a car. It's never been yeah. an asset until like right now. I guess out of sudden, new cars. Yeah, there's very few people that you you know that will buy a car and then keep it until it's paid off. There's there's a few people out there mm-hmm. because everyone gets to that point. Where you're like, I want something newer. I want something better because you get tired of your car. Mm-hmm. But you're like, oh, I still owe like two more years or three more years. It's oh, too yeah. long. And they're like, then you start. The big mistake is you you start going to look. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, I'm just gonna go look. Oh, but all yeah. of a sudden, all of a sudden, you going to go look. You find something, and then you're like, well, let's see if I qualify. Yeah, <laughs> you can walk out of it. To, with the, I like to see people like that. I don't think I don't understand why they just don't lease. Yeah, see, and so that's my biggest thing now too, because I want a truck, but I'm waiting for because I'm I'm trying to look for a building and things like that. Mm-hmm. So, and this is why like uh, putting myself around the right people, reading the right books, uh, getting the right advice from the right people. They're like, you is anything wrong with your car right now <laughs> besides the heater, which is getting fixed right now? It sucks in the winter. <laughs> so. Uh, they're like, is any, does it run? Yes. Is there anything wrong with it? No. Do you like, so why do you need a new car? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with my car now. Cause I want a truck. Don't get me wrong. I want a truck, especially here, but there's other, I don't want to have that payment. Yeah. So I even said whenever I do decide to get a truck, I'm going to lease it because yeah. that's, that's what happens. Like, uh, you, you go out and buy it, mm-hmm. and then like yeah, it's cool for the first few few years, and then you want something different. But if you lease it, you have like say you get like a two year lease. Yeah, you have it for two years. If you don't like it, give it back. I've I've heard a lot of people are like, no, I'm not gonna lease it because I'm just renting it out. But okay, you're gonna buy it and you're gonna sell it's your the same car. Thing. Are, you, are you gonna sell it once you want the new one? No, you're gonna try to go and trade it in. Like people don't want to put that. It's not easy to sell a car. Like you mm-hmm. have to have. You have to be able to not trick the buyer, but convince them that what they're buying is a great deal. Yeah. You have to be able to talk to the person. You have to know how to like market it. And sometimes it just doesn't come. Like people are not going to buy that car. Like yeah. you have to learn what kind of cars sell in your area. Um, like, I'm sorry, but your friggin' Kia from who knows where is <laughs> not as easy as selling as a Honda, Toyota. There's like cars that people want to buy. And-, and then, and then people are unrealistic when they want to sell a car, they put mm-hmm. it at, They'll go on to like the Kelly Blue Book and they'll take the oh, highest price possible yeah. because it's it, it it matches exactly. Oh, the paint, yeah, it has a few scratches, but yeah, it's almost like new. You know, uh, oh, it doesn't have this one like this feature, but you know, but it's still it's yeah. it's still a good car. And a lot of people are scared to buy used too, yeah, because people are shady as hell, man. Like, yeah, until, like, some people, people won't are, tell you everything that's wrong with it. Yeah, so that's the hard part buying used. That's why I understand a lot of people that like right now that truck. Like, man, I'm to the point where I'm like, I'm not buying another used car because I'm sick and tired of, like, taking it or getting fixed or something's wrong with it or this little thing is wrong with it. Mm-hmm. I was going to buy a new one, but <laughs> we go to the same thing. It's just because I want. You know, I don't need it. Yeah, see, and, and, and another reason I wanted to bring up buying cars or uh, trading in cars because say say your payment, we'll just throw it out there, 300 bucks, mm-hmm. three 400 bucks, right? And you're paying that towards your car. This is not including gas. This is not including insurance. insurance. No, nothing like that. Maintenance. Uh, and maintenance. Uh, that money could be used for some sort of investment. Like, say you want to start a business. Mm-hmm. Uh, a side hustle. A side hustle. But you can't do it because you're paying for it. 
you not, know, not everybody's made for the business though. Yeah. See, and you, you have to be able to make these sacrifices in the beginning in order to get to where you're at. That's why, mm. um, some people say like, we'll say they're not made for, to be an entrepreneur because they don't have that. You have to have that discipline. You have to have that discipline. So me, that, that always goes in my head. I'm like, okay, like if I want this end, like it's not an end goal. If I want this, mm-hmm. like what I see in my head in order to get there, like I have to make the smart decisions now. Our exit is entrepreneurship. Yeah. Some people's is the corporate world. Yeah. Climb see, the and, ladder. Yeah. See, people like that. Mm-hmm. I, I never knock it. It's not for me. Yeah. I, I don't want to go and work for some uh, big ass company. Like, mm-hmm. That's why I've have I have had offers to go work with uh, uh, other places like for media, but I, I start thinking about them like ah oh, like that's not what I want. But you know, mm-hmm. but some people will go and get comfortable, yeah. and so I'm like I'm making the sacrifices now so I can you know do what I want to do. Yeah. Uh, so like. Uh, if you don't have a car payment, then you can invest that money into something different. You know, uh, kind of like uh, when you say you're paying it, you finally pay it off. Just act like you're still paying it, but like put yeah. that money towards something else. You know, put it towards a business, put it towards like buying equipment. Say, say you've been wanting to do. Uh, I, I know we were talking to remember Caitlin and and Jagan. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're gonna do their little side hustle. I don't know if we talked about it, so I don't want to. Uh, uh, yeah, we spoke about it a little bit. They talked about how they wanted to make a coffee shop. They bought like this, this trailer that they were converting into like, and old, it's going to be like, like a mobile rustic, coffee spot, yeah, like a rustic. Um, yeah, and it doesn't have to be something crazy. You don't have to go get a brick and mortar. You don't have to go get like a. And if that's her dream, and she gets to do it as like a side, that's even better. Yeah, because what what happened? Look, this is what's going to happen. If she loves it, she's going to make one. And if she, uh, she's putting out really good product. Guess what? That demand is going to be super high. Be like, oh, we want you to come and park here, but at the same day, we want you over here, and mm-hmm. so all of a sudden, it's going to be it like, I need little, two, yeah, and then from two goes to three, kind of like the little pick me ups, yeah. Uh, you know, uh, those things just started popping. Oh, out they're popping everywhere. up everywhere now everywhere. because the demand is high, and, and and it's not something crazy. They don't have some massive store like. No, it's really simple too. Like even it's like the ice cream or not the ice cream, the snow cone shack. Thing. Yeah. Even Dutch Bros is like that's like a freaking like that one's nice compared to like the pick me ups are so simple yeah and I guess they're offering the same thing yeah uh, no I'm just like a kind of comparison it's the same as so you're yeah, going to drink there's always something uh whatever you love like if you chase chase that passion mm-hmm. it could be coffee like Caitlin's mm-hmm. uh it could be uh what's his name invest into his body like he's he's oh, a Jagan? yeah, yeah. Jagan, he's a he does bodybuilding, you know, that's investing into something. Cause if, if he does it right, that's what he likes to do. Yeah. That can eventually, he's going to have to put up the money, the time, the discipline mm-hmm. until he, he reaches that point where like, it's almost like a business. Also then sponsors come in and then mm-hmm. like the money comes in, you know, but he has to put all, all that sacrifice in the beginning. It's the same thing as a business that like you yeah. have to do all those sacrifices. So I, I think I, I mentioned it to you. Um, I was talking to Jared too. We were just talking all the time, but, yeah. um, we were talking about like how she doesn't really have hobbies. Mm-hmm. I asked her like, why don't you have a hobby? And um, she, she says she doesn't, she doesn't like anything. Like I'm like, why don't you like do like a uh, start doing nails or eyelashes? Like everybody does it, but at least it dips your toes in something, but she's good at helping. Like I know we talked about it a little bit. She loves to help. Mm-hmm. And like when I edit, she like tells me like, yeah, that really doesn't work or try this. And it just like, it's not her idea and sometimes, but it's just that little like, oh, you're right. And it sparks something. Yeah. And so like a lot of people are like that too. They might not be good, but for example, like her, 
she's going to be like the backbone of like whatever we create, you know, because mm-hmm. she's going to be there with me. She's going to like not necessarily doing the business, but she's going to be the reason of why some things happen. So a lot of people are like that too. Yeah. That maybe they don't, maybe you don't like doing anything, you know, maybe your thing is not to open a business or maybe your thing is not to climb a corporate ladder, but your thing is just to be able to help someone, which is good too, because every successful person has someone behind them too. Mm-hmm. And so that's also another. Yeah, no, no that's definitely true. Cause like, I mean, we, we talked about it a little bit before that it's not for everybody, mm-hmm. you know, that that's why if some of these things you can't do or don't see yourself yeah. doing, then obviously, you know, it's not for you. Uh, but in order, like, even if you don't want to open your own business, just making a little bit more smarter decisions Mm -hmm. can go a long way. You know, like you don't need that new car every year, you know, unless if you're going to do that, if you can afford it, like, (laughs) yeah, if you're going to do that, at least lease it, you Mm -hmm. know, because if you're going to keep trading it in, then just do it that way. You'll lose a lot less money. Yeah. There's just smarter things that we all can do. Cause I mean, we're not perfect. Mm -hmm. Um, unless your goal is (laughs) definitely not to become, wealthy <laughs> one yeah. day yeah see and that that that's the goal I, and i'm sure you have it too john is that become wealthy um you know people say all the time uh most people want to become rich that's why uh and they want to become rich right away mm-hmm. that's why they give up a lot like on their dreams say they want to do say they start a podcast right mm-hmm. but then all of a sudden they put out a few episodes and all of a sudden uh Maybe they didn't get enough listens. They were expecting like a Joe Rogan overnight, you know, and things yeah. like that. But they don't realize that it's actually kind of hard mm-hmm. just because we've been doing it for a while. And we make it seem like it's easy. Yeah. And then also having the right equipment. So it sounds amazing mm-hmm. in the car that you're driving right now <laughs> <laughs> or the headphones you're listening yeah, to right or now. Yeah, at the gym. <laughs> you know, uh, you know, some people. That, that that was my biggest thing when I first started it. Mm-hmm. I remember I told you, I was like, mine was all about the sound quality because mm-hmm. I didn't want you to tune in and all of a sudden it sounds like you're using some AirPods yeah. or, you know, your some phone. your phone. And, you know, because that actually takes away from your podcast. Yeah. If you're going to start a podcast, don't go all out and buy like the equipment we have right now. Mm-hmm. Even the stuff I spent, I think it was like a total of 400 bucks, which is a payment on a car. Yeah. You know, that's what I'm saying. Like, you yeah. do anything. Uh, I, I bought the arms. I bought the mics. I bought the, uh, it was, and then I figured out how to connect it to my uh, laptop at the time. Or it was my uh, iMac at the time. Mm-hmm. And we recorded it like that. And we did that until we got this. And now, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you make it work. Um, that's why, like, uh, we talked about it earlier. Is like, sometimes not knowing the right people uh, and then just trying to figure it out. Yeah, is, is the best way to do it. We because, meet a lot of people here too. It's, yeah, it's crazy how much, like you're like, oh yeah, I know, I know who she is. Or like, oh yeah, I talked to him. Yeah, or I picked his brains. Or like, you know. Yeah, yeah, and like it, it's cool doing this, uh, but it's not as easy as it you may think it is. Yeah, you know, like we're we're here taking time out of our day, have, having to record this. You know, some people don't want to do that. Like I said, a Sunday comes around and they're like lazy Sunday or like, oh, yeah. you know what I mean? Like we don't do it late at day either. So yeah. And like, and some people wake up around this time and they're like, I don't want to go and do that right now. Yeah. And, and, and it's, um, you know, and you start seeing who's actually like is about this life. You know what I mean? Like if, if you're not willing to do it every week, like that consistency, then it's not mm-hmm. going to work. Like we've seen podcasts come and go. Yeah. 
and then me, I'm like, it's all about the sound. If you don't have the right sound, the professional sounding sound, yeah. then, you know, even video, like you could still get away with an iPhone uh, quality wise and stuff like mm-hmm. that, but they don't want to hear that. They want to, it's all about how you put it together. It's yeah. how you put it together, how you like, and things like that. And consistency, don't expect something to happen like tomorrow. Like we, yeah. we could start a brand new YouTube channel tomorrow. And then also, what was um, Roman Atwood? I think he spent like ten years. Yeah, he yeah, doing. Off. First, he and it and it changed too. First, he started with the pranks, mm-hmm. and then like obviously there was that whole exposure of how some of the pranks were set up or fake mm-hmm. and things like that. And now he just does vlogs, vlogs and branded. Yeah, and like he, you know, adjusted. But there's always ways to like, even if you want to try to do, don't, don't. You know how some people will do their awkward dance on TikTok. And then, you know, <laughs> expect to uh, be, you know, I, I really like the story of like dog face. Um, because like it was, we've had him on the podcast, but Victor Cosa and, um, they, I think it was Victor that found him at like 20,000 followers, 30,000 followers. Mm-hmm. And we, we followed him because we found it. We didn't make fun of him, but we thought it was cool that he didn't care. Yeah, he would just randomly dance at in the, work. Yeah. Like he didn't care. We thought it was cool. Like it wasn't in any way to make fun of him, but it was just like cool how someone like here in town. Yeah, he he had that I don't give a fuck attitude. Yeah, that, uh, which most people would not do what he does because they're too embarrassed because they're like, oh, he's gonna see me dance and yeah. it's gonna be weird. Yeah, and so he blew up, which is like super rare for here, um, and it's just kind of cool, like. We could have had a chance to like meet this guy when yeah. he was small, but we didn't. But now we want to meet him because he's big. But now it's like that's gonna be like kind of a hypocrite as like us. Yeah, right? like we could have supported this guy even more when he was first like nothing. And I think that's kind of where like people like they'll shame you, make fun of you, or be like ah, blah, like it sucks when it's small. But once it pops off, everybody's mm-hmm. just and yeah, kind of sucks because. It should be around, but eh, whatever. I mean, but you never know too. At the yeah. same time, he could he could still be doing the same thing, and it, it just everything has to align right for those viral videos. Oh yeah. So I mean, Jesus and I researched it. Like, it has to be shared just enough times in a certain amount of time. The right people have to see it to share it, and like it's all these. It's weird mm-hmm. how it's like all these. I I forgot what he said it was called. It was like the four by four or something like that plan. <laughs> It was. It, it's it, like all planned out. No, it's it's really w- weird how it works. Like the like four people have to share it, and then those four people, especially depending on their following, has to share it too. And then oh, it, I see. What it, you, mean. you know, it's it's like yeah. really weird, but it all has to happen. That's how it doubles. Like yeah, bam, bam, bam yeah. Because uh, some of our videos, like uh, that we do over at Tops, they're your videos. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's all depends. On, like if the because. Say we put a lot of time and effort into one video. Oh, yeah. You see that a lot. And then it'll get like a thousand views. But then like a simple video that you don't put very much time and effort into it. I mean, you do, but not as much as the other one. one. And all of a sudden it pops off. (laughs) And you're like, what? (laughs) It's like people don't want to see quality. (laughs) Yeah. So, But it's not even that. It's just like, like you said, it might be just luck. It just depends. I mean, if you look through people's profiles on TikTok, they have uh, some of their videos have barely any views or not as much as their other ones, but then some of them have like skyrocketed Yeah, and it just depends on the, like I said, the right people have to see it. Say you, yeah. you put a funny video out and when you shared it, 
four people saw it that was funny and they're like oh this is funny let me share this real quick yeah you know but then like say you share something that you thought it was funny but other people like, yeah that's not funny and they just yeah. keep scrolling you know because there's funny people out there like we know like everybody has that one friend that's funny as hell yeah but if that one video then makes it everybody thinks he's funny you know yeah but so, but yeah uh i know we went off off course there for a little bit but <laughs> but it, it's all about like making just smarter decisions like mm-hmm. you know what a smart decision is like, even, some even people want to act yeah. like they don't know yep. but it's like say you go and pay for some sort of uh, uh <coughs> what are they called those those things that were you not an expo uh kind of like if someone's going to come and do a talk oh um uh seminar yeah some say you pay a lot of money to go see a seminar they're going to tell you a lot of these the same things and like, then you're and it's funny because it, I tell the people all the time, like you, you, people will give advice for free, but they won't see it as credible, right? But then when, as soon as they go and pay all this money to get the same advice, all of a sudden it's credible, you know? And uh, tell you the same thing. Yeah, it's funny because uh, some some of the stuff that Jesus tells us, he, he tells us because he does like a lot of research, mm-hmm. and uh, and so I take it like yesterday he was like hey like you should consider buying this this crypto and i'm like cool done i did it you know because i know he's been doing the research and and things like that and he'll tell you why like he Mm -hmm. yeah uh, he'll explain he won't just tell you go buy this yeah and then uh you could be like uh i don't know but all of a sudden uh junior did it Mm -hmm. uh you know shout out to junior i don't know if he's gonna listen to it he doesn't he doesn't listen (laughs) uh he uh he would he Asus was telling him which stocks he should think about getting, and he's like, "Oh no, no!" And then all of a sudden on TikTok, something something popped up, you know, and like you know how TikTok is, yeah. and like, "Oh, this is the next big thing; it's going to the moon." And then the next uh, day, he's like, "Oh, what do you think about buying this one?" He's like, "That one's shit," <laughs> you know. He's like, "Where'd you see that?" And he's like, "Oh, it was on TikTok." I'm oh. like, "Oh, so they're they're credible. Their information is more credible because they had a little video that went crazy, and they've never met him in their life." Yeah, and then. He, Jesus over here with the actual facts and does the research this this mm-hmm. and that and like you're questioning his yeah <laughs> which ones he's telling you to get he's like you're looking to get rich quick that's the thing some people be like you know how they're like oh to the moon to the moon <laughs> because they want they, they expect like to put a hundred bucks in and then all of a sudden it's gonna be worth like a million yeah that's not gonna happen trust me it's not gonna happen unless you I mean something weird pops off instantly like that kind of like the squid game thing mm-hmm. uh but that was a huge red flag because the squid games crypto that they made you couldn't sell <laughs> so they got the what his who said it was called a rug pull like people people kept buying it buying it buying it it got all the way up to like uh it, it was like worthless and then all of a sudden each stock like each coin went up to like 2000 something each one dang and all of a sudden the guy who created it pulled all the money, like sold all his shares, pulled Damn. out, and then just left it. And people lost a lot of money. And all because people wanted to get rich quick, you know, and they thought Damn. that was the way. But uh, it's it just making smarter decisions. And it starts yeah. with now. Like You don't have to go and like start a business or anything like that. Just like uh, s- smarter decisions. Do you need to go out to eat every weekend? Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> I'm, I'm, telling, I'm, I'm telling you, John, you need to go out to eat every Not weekend. Not every weekend. Because you saw in here, just spending like 25 bucks a week Yeah, leads up to, you know, almost like $1,300. And $1,300 you could, and that's just 
can go buy the lens, man. Yeah, you can buy that lens you were you're talking about. You can uh, just like little things like that. Yeah. If you, when you start thinking thinking of it like that, then you know you're on the right path. Uh, you don't need a you don't need a new car every two years. Uh, if you're planning on switching your cars like that, then it's just better to make the smarter decision and lease it. Uh, Insert uh, insurance, local insurance company ad here. See, that would have been a perfect ad for like an insurance company. If you're looking for ads. Don't forget to reach out to us. Yeah, uh, get get a hold of us if you're looking to sponsor some episodes. Uh, you know, and we'll let you know. Uh, so, and that basically is like the never-ending payments. You know, mm-hmm. never-ending payments because you're gonna keep adding on top of it, on top of it. Yeah. So, uh, if there's if there's nothing wrong with your car, you don't need a new one. You know. Uh, yeah. And if you are that type of person that every two years you got to have the new car, just lease it. And if you were... Which is you, smarter. Yeah. Even though it's not a smart decision, it's smarter. Yeah. It's, it's it's like you said, making that smarter decision. You know, stop living on borrowed money. Stop buying shit on credit cards that you don't need. You know, yeah. it's unless something emergency happens, that's why it's good to have like... Uh, I know some people have like an emergency fund just in mm-hmm. case something happens. But... If like say something happens, you don't got the cash on you. Like, so it's a good. Of course, use a credit card. Well, I'm not saying like you know it's. I'm I'm saying it. Don't use it on dumb shit. Like you don't need yeah. a, that vacation on a credit card. Like if you don't got it, put yourself in the position to where you can take that vacation worry free, where mm-hmm. you don't have to put it on a card. Uh, uh, buying the new car because obviously. Uh, it's true. As soon as you take it off the lot, guess what? It's worth less. <laughs> Except right now. Yeah. And then uh, also, uh, I know we didn't touch on this, is uh, save your leftovers. You know how some like some people will uh, have a business, right? Say they do have a business. It's doing well. They don't reinvest that money. Or, oh, or expect it to produce without reinvestment. Yeah. Or if you don't reinvest, like say you did reinvest it and you have, I'm like, oh, hey, like I have this leftover. Mm-hmm. Uh, so one thing that some people say is like, don't, you don't need to spend it. Like if you didn't like uh, reinvest it and it's just sitting there, uh, just save it, mm-hmm. act like you did spend it and whatever, you know, just put it aside just in case later on you do want to buy, uh, say yeah. something goes wrong, like, uh, like, for example, like, my lens went out, mm-hmm. like, out of nowhere. I don't know what the hell happened to it. And so I had to send it back. So I had a, uh, of course, uh, I'm not going to buy another one, but I ended up renting one. But that's just, like, one small, like, scenario. like um, Just a setback, basically. Yeah, like, what if it was my camera? Yeah, <laughs> what do you do from there? Yeah, so, like, you have to figure out your shit. Or if it gets stolen, I know this one girl, she had a... She's based out of California, and someone broke into her her car and stole her backpack. And it had it had uh, an R five, had the seventy D in it, and had her lenses in it. And Dang. you know, and that's she's out, like because yeah. there's no there's no type of insurance that's gonna give you that money back or like the camera back and and stuff like that. So um, I don't know if she had like an emergency fund, you know, because she's doing well. She she recently started doing photography full time, uh, like for just family pictures and stuff like that full-time work mm-hmm. where she's at because she she's actually getting pretty big out there yeah and uh so it this is how she makes money she, know, so she, she has to have a, yeah, she has to have a backup yeah hopefully yeah so um so yeah and don't don't say you're gonna be young forever because trust me that young forever time that, that that's a big thing like time you can't buy time like once it's gone it's gone that's yeah. it so you, you got to think about it like 
if you're going to start investing your time, just start now. Uh, start now making smarter decisions. Start now looking to see if it's something you want to do, like w- what you want to do. Because like, if you're not happy at your job right now, if you're not satisfied, or if you see yourself like doing something different, you have the work to get to that position. Yeah, yeah. No one's gonna come and hand you this. You know what I mean? Like, hey, well, I want to like, uh, for example, Caitlin. She can't be like, oh, my dream is to have a a coffee shop. You know, you'll never know if you're gonna succeed if you don't try it. Exactly. Like, you just have to get out and do it. Yeah. Um, or if like you're looking to invest, even if you're trying to do the whole NFT thing, people are buying and reselling all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, We'll let you know when, when, whenever ours are available. That way you can buy and resell those as well, too. Because I'm telling you right now, people uh, always want to downplay other people's stuff. But these things, I already see it. They're going to wor- be worth millions. So yeah, uh, stay tuned for those. Uh, but anyways, if you have any questions, again, we're not financial experts. We're not. But we are making. The, we're, we're trying, at least. We're, we, we've talked with, with the right people. Mm-hmm. Uh, that give us advice and we see what we're doing wrong and we're trying to change it. Mm-hmm. So by trying to change it, we're already uh, light years ahead of other people because they're still on that, that the, the old ways that we were on, you know, yeah. it, it takes a little bit of time to change. And then once you start making fine, the smarter decisions and it, it doesn't happen overnight, but then once you're consistent with it and then you're all yeah. saying, you're like, Holy shit. That's how I was when I saw how much yeah. money I was spending on like dumb shit and mm-hmm. just putting it into the stock market and the stock. And let's not even get started on that because like having your money in the stock market versus bank account, you know, uh, it's you make way more money in the stock market. If you do it right. I'm just saying, you know, yeah. well, if you buy like uh, some good ones like uh, Apple, Nike, Coke, at and yeah. like all these big ones, uh, Amazon, Alibaba, like, you <laughs> know, yeah. uh, all these big ones, your Tesla, I made a, I, for example, uh, Jesus and I, when they unveiled, I forgot which Tesla, it was, uh, the stocks were at 430 at the mm-hmm. time. And so he bought one. And then, cause we thought we were, it was going to go up quite a bit after review, but they, what they unveiled was the greatest thing. So it actually dropped a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, Jesus ended up selling it. Right now it's like twelve hundred dollars. Yeah. So imagine if you had a few Teslas, and before that it was like a two hundred. It was like a one hundred. Yeah. And the more the company grew, the more the the stock grew too. So yeah, I remember I bought a seven hundred in the tank too. <laughs> so, <laughs> but anyways, uh, I want to thank you guys for listening. Um, like I said, start making smarter decisions. Don't, it, you know, there's always there's always things that we can do differently, and things that we're doing differently yeah. right now as well too. Because uh, like I said, we're not perfect. Uh, but we're trying to make the those decisions and those steps to to further our financial literacy. Mm-hmm. Uh, so and just pick up books, pick up books, whether it be like on real estate, whatever it is, because I've learned a little bit about a lot of things. Yeah, and like I'm starting to soak up all this information, which is I know it's going to help me eventually. You know, uh, yeah, uh, well, it can't hurt you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, you're people are more likely to spend for like the ten bucks a month for a Netflix account than a $15 subscription to an audible, yeah. uh, you know, which you're going to get gain so much more from the audible account than you are from a Netflix. But that's just, you know, it, yeah. see, and things like this is, is all just like mindset shifting, mm-hmm. uh, which I had to do it myself. Cause before I would be like, Oh yeah, let's just watch some Netflix. But now I'm like, yeah, I'll watch some Netflix, but I have to get at least an hour in yeah. uh, a day of a, of a, of a book. Yeah. Like I have to. 
you know, and then because I've gained so much more. You can sit and watch an hour of Netflix and not gain nothing. Mm. <laughs> and you can sit and listen to an hour of a book, even if it's a self-help book, somebody's life story book. Yeah. And even if it's like a fiction book, you can still get something out of it, uh, just like creativity wise. And, you know, you gain so much more from a book than you do from a Netflix yeah. show. So. Anyways, thank you guys for listening. We'll catch you guys on the next one. Let us know what you guys want to listen to. Follow our social medias. Everything's going to be linked down below. I've been looking at new uh, uh, merch designs, so hopefully we got some new ones coming out for the next, probably next year. Uh, but anyways, down below, click the link, follow us, and see you guys next time. See you guys. Me dicen Tommy lo mucho que gastas Estamos arriba, me siento en la NASA Mamá, la noche me llama El asunto dice Tommy Pero no como Montana Aunque el mundo es mío Y de la primera dama Navegando por La Habana Yo ando con dos cubanas Y tú hablas de Jevita Digo cadenas Con mi piquete Suprime la cartera Es el caliente La luna llena Con esos ojos que alumbra donde quiera Tommy.